Shalom to all. Today's office Beit Zadav Yud Zayin. We are starting two lines from the top, the third to last word on the line. And today's office sponsor Leilu Nishmas, Mars Miriam, Sarah Bas, Rabbi Yaakov, Meisha, Her Neshama Should Have an Aliyah, and Leilu Nishmas, Rabbi Yechmiel, Mordechai, Ben Reb Chaim Heitner, His Neshama Should Have an Aliyah. Now, three times a day we dive an Amida, colloquial known as Shmaya Esrei. Every Shmaya Esrei has the same format: the first three brachas, the last three brachas, and the middle brachas. Now, the only variable is the middle brachas, depending on the time of year and tefillah, depends on how many middle brachas will be recited. But the first three and the last three always remain the same. The Gemara says, Tanabon, we have a Brisa. Yantav Shalia is Peshabas when Yantav falls out on Shabbos. Peshami Aimer, Mispal Shmaina, we dive in eight brachas in Shmaina Esrei. The first three, the last three, and we have two brachas in the middle. Vaimer Shal Shabbos for Nazma, Shal Yantav for Nazma. One of those brachas is Shabbos, and one of those brachas is a Yantav related bracha. Ubeisil Aimer, they say Mispal Shavu, you dive in seven brachas, there's only one bracha in the middle. Maschal Bashal Shabbos, we misaim Shal Shabbos. You start that bracha out talking about Shabbos, you end it talking about Shabbos. Vaimer Kedusha Sayyam Beemza, and you mention Kedusha Sayyam, you mention Yantav in the middle of that bracha. Now Rebbe Aimer, he says, Af Chaisimba, you're also going to end that bracha off, Mekadash Shabbos Yisrael Vazmanim, so we're also going to mention Yantef. Now, Tani Tana Kamei Ravina, Mekadash Yisrael Vahashabbos Vazmanim, a Tana taught in front of Ravina, they were actually going to end the bracha off by saying, Mekadash Yisrael Vahashabbos Vazmanim, we switch around. Instead of saying Shabbos Yisrael, we're going to say Yisrael Vahashabbos. Amrle Ravina said to him, Atu Shabbos Yisrael Mekadashile, our Klai Yisrael Mekadash Shabbos, that we're going to say Mekadash Yisrael Vahashabbos, implying that Klai Yisrael is Mekadash Shabbos, Vahashabbos Mekadash Shabbos became Kadash, and it stays like that forever. Hashem was Makadish the seventh day of the week, and from then on, every single seventh day becomes Kaddish, no matter what. Klaisol doesn't have to be Makadish as opposed to Yantif. Klaisol first has to set the new month, and only then we're able to establish when the Yom Tevim are. So Elim must be Ema Makadish Shabbos Yisrael Vazmanim. We're going to say Makadish Hashabbos, and then Yisrael Vazmanim. Amrav Yesvi says, Halacha Krebi, the Halacha Zagrebi, that we're going to include Yantif in the Chasima of that middle bracha, Uchletar Shravina, and like what Ravina had said, that we're going to first mention Makadish Hashabbos, then Yisrael Vazmanim. Antonar Banu, we have a so this is similar to what we just learned. Shabbos shechal yes bereish chaydish abuchal shamayid. We have Shabbos bereish chaydish or Shabbos chalamayid. Arvus v'shachros u'mincha mayir v'shachros u'mincha mispal sheva. We're going to dive in seven brachas. Ve'aymer me'ain hamayir ba'avoda and say me'ain hamayir, which is something talking about bereish chaydish or chalamayid. We're going to say that in avoda, which is the bracha of ritzay, which means we're going to say yalavi avoy. Ve'imloy amayir. If he didn't say it, machzir say we're going to make him go back. Sometimes he's going to go back to ritzay. Sometimes he's going to have to repeat the entire shema in esrei. Now Rabbi Lezer, he says ba'ida. We actually say it in maidim, just like we say alanisim in maidim. Musafim, what about when we dive in Musaf? Shabbos, that middle bracha, we start talking about Shabbos. We conclude it talking about Shabbos. And we mention the Kedusha Sayyim. We mention Rosh Chadish or Chalamite in the middle of that bracha. Now, Rabbi Gamliel, Rabbi Shmuel Benesha, Rabbi Yechon, they say, Anytime we have to dive in seven brachas, that's talking about Shabbos. We're going to begin that bracha with Shabbos, end it with Shabbos. And we're going to mention Kedusha Sayyim in the middle, meaning we're going to talk about Chalamite or Rosh Chadish in the middle of that bracha. And Amr Avuna in Alacha Kaisa Zog, the Alacha is not like that pair. We don't do that. We say Yalaviyavai, and we don't say it in Maidim, and we don't say it in the middle of that middle bracha. Now back to talking about two day Yantif, this time Thursday and Friday, leading right into Shabbos. As we said, one of these days is a Suffolk. So this fellow forgot to set an Erev Tavshilin that's going to allow him to cook on Yantif for Shabbos, and he also forgot to set an Erev Tchumin that's going to extend his Tchum for Shabbos, and he's not allowed to set it on Yantif. So what's he supposed to do? The Gemara says, Amr Avchia Barashi, Amr Rav, Menich Adam Erev Tchumin, Yantif Lechaveri, a person could set his Erev Tchumin on Yantif for the next day, meaning for Shabbos, Umasnan, he can make it tonight, he can stipulate. What does he do? He sets bread out and states, if today is really Yantif, then this bread is nothing. But if today isn't Yantif, then this should be my Erev Tchumen. The next day on Friday, he says the same thing. If today is Yantif, then this bread is nothing, because it was already used as my Erev Tchumen yesterday. And if it isn't Yantif today, then this bread should be my Erev Tchumen for tomorrow, for Shabbos. And Amarava, Minech Adam Erev Tavshilin, Yantif Chaver, a person could send an Erev Tavshilin from one day of Yantif to the next. Umasnan, he could stipulate, as we had previously, he can say, if today is really Yantif, then tomorrow Friday isn't, and there's no need for an Erev, because you're allowed to cook.
cook on weekday for Shabbos. And if tomorrow is really Yontef, then today isn't, and this should be my Erev Tavshilin. And Manda Amar Erev Tchumen, Rav that had said, we're allowed to stipulate and set this Erev Tchumen, Kol Shekin Erev Tavshilin, for sure he would allow you to set an Erev Tavshilin, because we're more makele when it comes to Erev Tavshilin. Manda Amar Erev Tavshilin, however, Rav that he says you're allowed to set an Erev Tavshilin with this stipulation, Aval Erev Tchumen Loi, he would not allow you to set an Erev Tchumen with this stipulation. My time, why is that? Del Mikni Shvisa, B'Shabbat Loi, we're not allowed to be kind of Shvisa, we're not allowed to set an Erev Tchumen on Shabbos, which is really referring to Yontif over here, and that's why you're not allowed to set it even with the stipulation. The difference between these two is, since the Chamim anyway allowed this special heter of Erev Tavshilin to enable cooking for Shabbos, they also allowed this tonight to be made on Yontif itself. But since Erev Tchumen is not a necessity, the Chamim didn't grant this heter for making it tonight on Yontif, because after all, making Erev Tchumen on Yontif is usher. And more about cooking on Yontif, Tan Rabbanan, Ein Eifin Miyontif Chavero, you're not allowed to cook or bake from Yontif to the next one. You're only allowed to cook or bake what you need that day of Yontif, but not for the next day of Yontif. And the MS Amrun Trute said, which means this is the halacha, Mamal Isha Kalkdeir Abbasar, the woman is allowed to fill up the entire pot with meat, even though she only needs one piece of meat. And the baker's allowed to fill the entire barrel up with water and cook it, even though he only needs one pitcher. That's because it's the same amount of tircha. Anyway, she's cooking meat. Anyway, he's boiling up water. So instead of putting one piece of meat into the pot, she fills the entire pot up with meat. It's the same amount of tircha. There's no problem. But when it comes to baking bread, he's only had to bake that which he needs. He's not to bake more than one loaf. That's because usually you put one loaf in at a time. And if he only needs one loaf, so if he's going to bake more than that, that's Tirchi Yisera. Now, Rabshem Al-Azimer, he says, Mamal Isha kol pas. A woman is allowed to fill the entire oven up with bread. And why is that? Because bread bakes better when the oven is full of bread. When you have a lot of bread inside the oven, so then the heat is more constricted and the bread bakes better. And therefore, even though you only need one loaf of bread, you're allowed to fill it up with many loaves of bread so that you have nicer bread. And Amar Rav, he says, Halach Rabshem Al-Azimer, Halach is like Rabshem Al-Azimer. Anybody who they ask the following question, someone that did not set Erev Tavshilin, who forgot to set his Erev Tavshilin, who Nasar Kim Khanasar, do we say that he's usher to cook and even his flour, meaning his ingredients are also usher to use, Idilma Hu Nasar, or do we say that he's usher to cook, the Ain Kim Khanasar, but his ingredients aren't usher to use? Alma what would be the difference? Laknuya Kim Khalacherim. What do you have to be makna? What do he have to give over his flour, his ingredients to others so that they could cook for him? Yamat Hu Nasar Kim Khanasar. If you want to say that not only is he not allowed to cook, but also his ingredients are usher, Tarakh Laknuya Kim Khalachirim, he would have to be makna his ingredients to others, and only then they could cook for him. But if you're going to say who Nasser he's not allowed to cook the in but his ingredients aren't usher. He doesn't have to be makna his ingredients to others. They could just come and they can use his ingredients without him having to be makna them to them. So my what's the halacha? Tashma we have a brass. Mishlo A person forgot to set erev tavshilin. He's not allowed to bake. He's not allowed to cook. He's not allowed to be matman. Not for himself. Not for others. Others are not allowed to bake or cook for him. So what's he supposed to do? He's makna his ingredients to others. And they're allowed to cook and bake for him. Shma, you know, we see from here, who Nasser, Vikim Chaynasar, not only is he usher to cook, but his ingredients are also usher. Shma, you know, we see from here that he would have to be makne to others, and only then they could cook or bake for him. Ibailu, another question. Let's say he was Ivar, he did an Isser, and he baked on Yontef for Shabbos, he cooked on Yontef for Shabbos, and he did not have an Erev Tavshilin. What's the halacha? Is that food usher or is it mutter? Tashma, we have an attempted raya. The Braiser says, Mishalayin a person forgot to set Erev Tavshilin. Kate said, so what's he supposed to do? Makne Kim Chalachem. He has to be makna his ingredients to others, and others could bake and cook for him. If you want to say that if he baked or cooked be'isr, he's allowed to eat that food, so listening, the brazas should have said, that if he was over and he baked or cooked, so then it's mutter and he's allowed to eat that food. Amr of Adabarmasi says, there's no raya from that brazas. Our Tana was teaching something that is mutter l'chatchila, so he's saying, if you want to act in l'chatchila fashion, you should be makna your food to others. He's not teaching something, he's not teaching a solution that a person's doing be- 
Iser, and therefore we can't learn anything from this Brisa. But it is possible that if he baked on Yantif Iser, he would be allowed to eat that food on Shabbos. Tashma, we have another tempted Raya. Mishinech Erev Tavshilin, a person sets his Erev Tavshilin. Hareza Eifel Mavashal Matman, he's allowed to bake, cook, and do Hatmana. Vim Ratzalechal Seruva, if he wants to eat his Erev, Hershus Biyada, he's allowed to. Achle Achle Afa Achle Hitman, let's say he was eaten before he baked or was Matman for Shabbos. Hareza Leifel Vlayavashal Vlayatman, he's allowed to bake or cook or do Hatmana for Shabbos. Not for himself or for others. Others are not allowed to bake or cook for him. He is allowed to cook for Yontif. If he does happen to have some left over, so then he can use that for Shabbos. As long as he doesn't pull any sort of tricks, he doesn't pull any shtick, which is basically cooking a whole bunch of food on Yontif, claiming that he's going to invite a whole bunch of guests, but he doesn't really invite those guests and he just used that food for Shabbos. And if he does pull this trick, then it's usher to eat that food. So we see from here that if a person is going to pull shtick, he's going to cook in this usher fashion. He's going to make this trick, so then he's not allowed to eat that food. And by that same token, we want to say that if he did not set an Erev Tavshilin and he cooked Be'isr on Yontef, he's not allowed to eat that food on Shabbos. Now, Amravashi says, Harama Ka'amrit, you're talking about making a trick? Shani Harama, that Chamir Baraban and Tefemi Mezid. Harama is different because the Chum were more Machmir with Harama than even if he cooked Be'isr. Why is that? There's an important distinction between Harama and Mezid. When he cooks Be'isr, no one's going to learn from him and he's going to eventually regret it as well. So the institution of Erev Tavshilin is going to remain intact and therefore there's no reason to that food. But when he does so by Harama, he rationalizes it's okay. Others are also going to learn from him, and there's a danger of people simply forgetting about Erev Tavshilin, and therefore that food would be usher. So it's very possible that if he forgot to set Erev Tavshilin, and he baked or cooked Anyan for Shabbos B'mezid, that he'd be allowed to eat that food on Shabbos. So there's no raya. Now, Renachem Yitzchakamr, he says a totally different reason why this Brisa is not an answer to our question. Hamani, who's this Brisa? Chananya, he eats Chananya. Valiv the Beishamai, according to Beishamai. The Tanya, we have a Brisa. Chananya, I'm Beishamai, I'm the Beishamai says, for Shabbos, unless he had set an air of, of bread. Bread is baked, so therefore he's allowed to bake because of this bread. Vein Mavashlan, he's not allowed to cook on Yantif for Shabbos, Elim Ken Arv Batavshul, unless his air of was a Tavshul, a cooked dish. Vein Taimnin, he's not allowed to do Hatmana, Elim Ken Hayu Chamin Tamun Erev Yantif, unless he was Matmin on Erev Yantif. Obesol, Erev Mishil says, Ma'arv Batavshul Echad, he's allowed to make an air just with one dish, Ba'isokabai called Tarkai, and he's allowed to do whatever he needs with it. So we see that Beisham is very Machmir. So you're right, Beisham, whose Machmir would hold that if a person didn't set his air of Tavshilan and he cooked so he would not be allowed to eat that food on Shabbos. But since we don't pass like Beishamay and we pass like Beis Hill, so it's very possible that we would be makel and a person that cooked Beisur on Yontif would perhaps still be allowed to eat that food on Shabbos. So now we try to bring another raya. Tanan, we have a Mishnah Ma'asar Peres Beishabbos. A person took Meiser off of his produce on Shabbos, and we know that's Asr to do. Beishagik, he did so inadvertently. Yechel, he's allowed to eat it. Beimazid, he did so on purpose. Lo Yechel is not allowed to eat it. It seems from here that by that same token, if a person would cook Beimazid on Yontif for Shabbos without an Erev Tavshilin, he would not be allowed to eat that food. Gemara says, no, Raya, that's talking where he had other produce, and therefore, he's not allowed to partake of this produce that he took Meister off and made it on Shabbos. However, in the Yontif case, it's possible he doesn't have any food for Shabbos, and the Chum would be makel to allow him to eat it. Tashma, another attempted Raya, Hamat a person immersed his Kalim on Shabbos, they were Tameh, and he immersed them, we know that you're not allowed to do that because it's Tikkun Mane. B'Shaygik, he did so inadvertently, Yishtamash Behen, he's allowed to use those Kalim. B'Mezid, he did so on purpose, La Yishtamash Behen, he's not allowed to use them. By that same token, it would seem to be if he cooked on Yontif for Shabbos with out Erev Tavshilin, he would not be allowed to eat that food. The Gemara says, no, Raya, he already had other Kalim, and that's why he's not allowed to use the ones that he put in the mikvah on Shabbos. However, in our case, he doesn't have other food, and it's very possible he would be allowed to eat it even though he cooked a Be'isra on Yontif. Inami, alternatively, we could say, after B'Sha'ila, he could always borrow other Kalim. People always have more than one pot or more than one pan, and they're more than happy to lend it to someone that doesn't have one. However, when it comes to food, people don't necessarily have extra food, and therefore, when he cooked Be'isra on Yontif for Shabbos, it's possible he's going to be allowed to eat it. Tashma, another attempted raya, 
If a person cooks on Shabbos, it's allowed to be eaten. He's not allowed to eat it. So we see from here, if someone cooked Be'isr on Shabbos, he's not allowed to eat it. By the same token, if a person cooked Be'isr on Yontif for Shabbos, it would seem to be that he's not allowed to eat it. The Gemara says, not a raya. Isur the Shabbos shani. The Isur of Shabbos, the Isur of cooking on Shabbos is different. That's because it's Usur Dairaisa to cook on Shabbos. So if he did so Be'isr, we could say he's not allowed to eat it. However, cooking on Yontif without an Erev is only Usur Dairabon, and it's very possible we would say that he's allowed to eat that food on Shabbos, even though he cooked it so we do not have an answer to our question if a person did not set Erev Tavshilin and he cooked Be'isur on Yontif for Shabbos, is he allowed to eat that food? And we continue explaining the Mishnah, Be'ishami, Arim, Shleit Tavshilin, your Erev Tavshilin has to be two dishes, and Be'ishil said your Erev Tavshilin only has to be one dish. Now, Masisun, like Hatana, our Mishnah is not like the following Tano. The Tanya we have a Brisa, Amr, Shem, Ben Alazar, Maidim, Be'ishami, Be'ishil, Be'ishami, Be'ishil, agree, Al Shneit Tavshilin, Shetzarach, that you have to have two cooked dishes for your Erev Tavshilin. Aman, Echelkus, what's your homachlikis? Al Dagu, Be'ishil, regarding fish with the egg that's put on top of it. Beishamah says you need to have two separate dishes and this is considered like one dish so therefore you have to have another cooked dish. This is okay even though it looks like one dish it still is considered two dishes and that's Beseder for your Erev Tavshilin. Beishavin, they both agree if you had crumbled an egg which means you made some egg salad and you put it inside the fish or you minced leek you put it inside your fish that's considered like two Tavshilin. And Amarava the Lachas like our Tana according to Beishil which means you only need to have one dish for your Erev Tavshilin. And we said in the Mishnah, let's say his Erev Tavshilin was eaten or it was lost, so you're not allowed to use it to cook because you don't have an Erev Tavshilin anymore. Amar Abayi, he says, we know, let's say he started making a dough and then his Erev was eaten, he's allowed to finish that dough, he doesn't have to stop in the middle. We're going to stop here for the day, pick up tomorrow with a fresh Mishnah. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.